0: Welcome to Marvel Vision, a podcast about Marvel, the MCU, and right now, She-Hulk. I'm she Alex. She-Hulk. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And we are going to be talking about the third episode of She-Hulk, so if you haven't checked it out on Disney+, please go do that. Go watch that. But please. Two things going on this episode. We got an A-plot, we got a B-plot. We got a little yes. bit of a C-plot going on Maybe yeah. a D-plot, maybe an E-plot Who even knows, but the A-plot here Is well, that she and We well, had a
1: nice moment where um, She-Hulk told us That the A and B-plot were um, connected, And I yeah. definitely
0: felt like Wow, they really did come together in a big way And that joke hit for me Square in the uh,
1: C-plot? Uh, okay, no, Square in the balls know. That's right where you want to feel a joke It's right in the center <laughs> of your balls oh, Stop, man <laughs> In any case, the A plot here
0: is that She-Hulk is trying to get Emil Blonsky let go from prison for good behavior, despite the fact that he has joined an underground fight club with Wong. We get a little bit of the old Wong coming in here as well to help out. And the B plot is, I don't remember his name in the show. I'm going to say Adrian Chase from Arrow. You're talking about
2: Dennis and Paul?
1: Jesus Christ! Uh, anyway, <laughs> we got a fan. We got a B plot guy over here. Yeah. yeah,
0: Adrian Chase from Arrow is helping out Dennis the Jerk, who got tricked by a shape changing light elf pretending to be Megan the Stallion, and oh man, uh, what a took cameo! Took one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars of his money, uh, and then both of those things were mostly resolved by the end of the episode, though with promise of more. Now. As we have been going through, I think it's still worth talking about as the shell develops and it finds its footing, and we've been on different sides. Pete, I assume you are still loving this? Uh, stop plugging
2: McDonald's. What are you doing? That's Every a horrible... single
0: time oh I plug God. McDonald's on this podcast, I get five McDonald's points. And you know, it's like a thousand McDonald's points to get a single cheeseburger, but... Uh, uh, close. A little that,
2: bit at a time. I don't
0: yeah, believe you. Were, you
1: are heavily invested yeah. in Marlboro dollars or whatever. Right? The <laughs> oh, yeah, he had a whole drawer. Full I, of I was this miles. close to getting
0: that cable when they took uh, the points away.
1: Yeah, you went to college on free Dr Pepper caps, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so no, 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 no. You got
0: that wrong. I went to college at Great Flags Six Adventure based on Coke Cats <laughs> oh,
1: right. I like. You said Great Flags Six Adventures. That it know, should Brad, be that. It I'm should very be very tired. I did not I sleep s- much last
0: night because I was so hyped up. Talk about this new episode of She Hulk.
2: Let's go! Fired up. Oh, oh man. There's nothing like just going off in a bit right away and not getting to the show. You know what I mean? Here's the thing. We've been hitting that wong bong hard and we're very, very <laughs> <way> to go.
0: <laughs> oh uh, man. But first episode the point- they mentioned Bing Bong. This episode they mentioned Wong Wong. No, they did not.
2: <laughs> You're just being weird. They just
1: they said, said Wong. Pixar. I, mean, uh, I don't want to talk wong. about this
2: episode, so I'm just delaying.
0: Yeah, Take it away. You know, this, Pete.
1: Is, this is vamping. <laughs> uh but the question was to you, Pete, did you like this? Did Do you continue to like this?
2: Yes and yes. Check and check. Yep. What did you enjoy about this episode, Pete? Uh, I can't believe off, it's
0: pulling teeth to get you to talk about liking something.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well,
2: I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop because I'm not buying what you're doing here. But Exactly, I, you're waiting. Some, you don't want to talk here, about it.
1: I'll, I'll, the opposite of pulling teeth is putting teeth back in. And that's what yeah. that's what you're like when we have an opinion about something. Yeah, exactly. Right. Teeth you in. go to the dentist, that's like, hey, for a little extra, I could add some teeth. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I got a whole accidental shark row of teeth in my mouth because of this dentist. Putting teeth All in. Right. First off, we
2: got Wong. We we were teased Wong, and then there was a, a great Wong cameo. Wong. And, uh, you know, Wong doesn't have time for this shit. So that was enjoyable. It was nice to kind of get that moment. Also, She-Hulk was like, listen. This is my show. I know everybody's excited for Wong. And I felt very seen in that moment. So I was like, thank you, but you should be watching The Road. I'm a little worried. Uh, And then uh, I wanted more about Paul because he seemed like an interesting fellow. But is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? I mean, a gift basket is thoughtful. But it was nice to see him, uh, you know, kind of relax and have a drink afterwards and be stressed and kind of have a nice moment. So I was enjoying that as well. Plus, we got the Megan the Stallion cameo, which was hilarious. It's kind of teased. And you think maybe she's going to show up But then he shows up and then also we get a song too I mean that was amazing um, Soulmates, you're welcome Yeah, I called it first hey, wait, You have to run through You have to run mention through everything. Everything.
0: <laughs> Hold on, hold on uh, um, I mean just yes, to stick should, on
2: that for a second
0: Yes, we you were 100% it. correct Pete We blamed your autocorrect For yeah. Soulmates Because it sounded like Soulmates I thought it sounded like Soulmates Um it wasn't. It was soulmates. There you go. And I even
1: made the joke: seven soulmates. That's a lot of people to be in love with, and that's true. I think this episode proved that to be true. But yes, Pete, you were right about that one aspect. Um, let me throw out. Let me throw out because I will say my take overall on show, the show: the the jokes are they're more jokes, which I appreciate, and this is a comedy, um, and at least we're getting in them in there. I thought the some of the Wong stuff I thought was really fun when they are referencing sort of other Marvel things or making sort of that Marvel vibe versus the real world. I think that stuff's working. Like Wong saying, like I could send him to a mirror dimension. Uh, I'm not erasing everyone. Oh yeah. That was
2: hilarious. I know what you're thinking. I'm not going to erase everybody's memory again. Hysterical.
1: Very fun. The moment where she's like, Wong shows up out of the portal and she's like, I have to take this. Like it's a phone call. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, Like that stuff I think is really working. It's just, I'm still it's still tricky with some of the other stuff because of the characterization. You don't believe
2: the pen pal program could be that strong, is that what you're no, saying?
1: I know, like like I'm saying like some of that stuff I think is working. It's the only stuff that here the couple things I'll highlight that are still like a little wobbly for me. Um a lot of the flea bag, if we can call it the flea bag stuff still feels like what? Cuz flea bag she was Addressing the audience Mm -hmm. But she wasn't talking about the mechanics Of plotting a TV show well, it's she's a,
2: breaking the fourth wall, and I it, would say it's more Deadpooling it because it's making fun but of itself. Here, I, I while do think it's there's happened. a line between
0: Deadpool and why Deadpool is doing it versus why she's doing it, which is not—I agree with Justin—is not 100% clear to me. Like Deadpool is specifically removing himself from the action, and I think you can look clearly at the movies, but also the best runs of the comics. He's doing that because he doesn't want to emotionally connect with people, and that's why yeah. he's jumping outside of the book. With She Hulk, it's not clear why she's doing that. And,
1: well, in and this excuse you... me, wait,
2: wait, wait, excuse me, Doctor Alban, I didn't know that. Like, uh, it's Doctor
1: Pepper. He's Doctor uh, Pepper. All oh, right, yes. uh, uh, legally you have to call me that after <laughs> college.
2: I didn't know that Deadpool was, you know, that was his big only issue. I didn't know that was Have his, you seen his the
0: movies starring Ryan Reynolds?
2: Uh, yes, many times. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, that's cool. Oh, you mean the guy that
1: there. does Mint Mobile? Yeah. Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> exactly. Is he, has he done some other stuff Welcome besides to Mint Mobile? <laughs> yeah, no, Mobile? he did Mint Mobile. He did
2: Aviation Gin. I'm sure there's yeah. a couple of others. Welcome things. to Wrexham? I mean, come on, guys. Don't sell him I'm sure not I'm not familiar. familiar.
0: I do know his gin and Mint Mobile, though. Well, no, this okay.
1: telecommunications wonderkin sure seems like he's going to make a great show in Hollywood. Here, but let me just say, on on your oh, point, yeah. Alex, I do think, like, Fleabag is is similarly, she's mm-hmm. talking to the audience so she doesn't have to be in her life because she feels, this isn't a spoiler, but it's sort of a, an emotional spoiler for the character. It feels guilty about a lot of decision, decisions that she's made. And, and to your point as well, like, She-Hulk, it's unclear why she's doing it. It feels like she's just turning to us to be like, get a load of this stuff yeah. <laughs> behind me. <laughs> yeah. and, and I, I want to be invested in that stuff. Mm-hmm. So when she does that, it takes me out of it for a second. And the fact that she's also even going beyond breaking the fourth wall, m- referencing the fact that this is a TV show in a meta way, like, cause my issues with this show in general are because it feels like a TV show rather than like characters doing stuff, which I want it to be like an interesting story. Well, so as uh, to let,
0: let me throw it out there because I think this specifically points to what crystallized for me a little bit in this episode with that joke about ah, the A and B plot coming together, which I know I right. mentioned before. But they came together in terms of they were both in the same place at the same time. At That's the same not, time. Yes, that's not how an A and B plot come together in a TV show. They crisscross. They provide information to each other. She gets a little bit of information, though it's very vague in terms of how that works from Adrian Chase from Arrow uh, in terms of how to solve her problem. <laughs> I love that you, you dropped Blosky. that reference. I, I refuse to remember what his name is because he's otherwise he's Gift Basket Guy. So you get two choices there. In terms or he's Where to Poop Guy. I mean, either or, way, whatever.
1: That's uh, but, how I uh, always think. But
0: my that. point being that, like. I think what that made me realize, and I think structurally at least this episode acted like an episode of television versus the previous two episodes, which did not, they functioned as two wobbly halves of the same pilot. It feels like they're trying to reinvent television here from the ground up as if they had never seen a lawyer show or a superhero show. And I don't understand why they're doing that.
1: I I have an answer for you, I think, because when I was watching it, I was like, Oh, they're trying to f- figure out how a format works when they're doing a superhero movie, a legal dramedy and a hard comedy at the same time. And I think it it is that sort of like serving those three masters is hard. Like I and like we're being critical of this show because yeah. we yeah. love we love these characters, we love well, I don't know if I love looking. I mean, Wandavision
2: messed with a lot of different things. It did it really well. Um, uh, this is a comedy, so it's pushing the boundaries a little bit of trying to figure out what it's doing and well, where you know. And to, and let me take your settles. comparison.
1: Let me take your comparison and say what Wandavision did, especially in the first half of the season, was it did one thing? It used a TV format to tell this sort of like. Fucked up mystery of like what's happening with Wanda and vision. And then when it sort of shed that and became a superhero show in the last couple episodes, that's when I feel like it felt like a little bit of a betrayal. I mean, I, I liked the show in general, but it definitely sort of shifted out of what it was. And this show sort of has like a different situation or problem is what I would call it, where it's doing too much at the top, but I think it is moving sort of closer to Mm -hmm. having a format like this episode feels I, more like it a comedy. feels
2: like she is a little bit of like uh the narrator a little bit on her own show where she's like get a load of this oh you know yeah I mean? it's just it uh,
0: it's not adding anything for me and maybe this Jokes? is humor humor is particular Jokes? humor is very particular so this is no knock on anybody else I Just don't find this that funny yet. Like, I've laughed, I've I, I've loved the a little stuff. bit one time over the course of three episodes, so this is snicker just camp. not hitting what the snicker count. Yeah, <laughs> every time but I mention that, hey,
2: you know, sometimes there's nothing like a good Snickers. You know, what sometimes what I, mean? I feel like a Snickers, sometimes I don't, right? Pete, yeah, that's
0: right, man. <laughs> I'll enjoy it, I'm sure. I'll Check out. Ba, 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 <laughs> Snickers. <laughs> In any case, the humor <laughs> is not working for me here because it feels like it has the structure of jokes, but it's not making me laugh. Maybe it's making right. other people laugh. That's great. I love it. Yeah. Please laugh. So- More laughter in the world. It brings light Well, and stop and shitting on. Wow. Stop yucking my yum over here, man. Here's the thing. Pete, I don't need to suckle on big Marvel's teat. You know what I'm talking about? Like you do. Every morning oh I wake God. up going... Oh Kevin Feige more milk from your nipples. Hey like, man, uh,
2: whatever. I call it like I see we, it sometimes I'm having fun with it sometimes I'm not, you know. So uh, I'm did sorry just
0: you like a, a, did, a, did, a, did you just rename our podcast? Did you just rename our podcast
2: Alex? I think I did.
0: Absolutely. Oh my
1: god. And and, and I don't know um uh we don't have an editor but I, if I we could just make a note to um clip that suckling noise you make cuz I'm going to need that for future Stop. Future that
0: is reference. the worst. You are uh well, Kevin Feige turned to you, Pete. It was like, uh, I have nipples. Can you milk me? And Pete was like, can't you? That's right. And then
2: he did. And yeah. then I turned my hat backwards and slammed him out and do. The, the point is that, you know, I'm sorry <laughs> that you're not. It's not hitting you, mm-hmm. but it's it, it is doing a lot of great things and it's enjoyable to watch. Also, I think there's a lot of smart. There's nothing wrong with her being a lawyer, dissecting what's happening and giving her two cents. If it was I that, think... I'd be into it. I, I don't want to spend
0: too much time going back and forth here because I think we've clearly, clearly stated our positions. So instead, why don't we get into the meat of the episode and talk about that? I did have a question, and this is not a David question. This is a legitimate one. Why do people like Wong so much? And I say well, that because like he's more present to the MCU right
1: now than almost any other yeah. character. I think I think people I think the creators. Wong doesn't they, take
2: shit. He's doing a lot. He's uh, has the burden of sorcerer supreme. It's exciting time. He's a great actor. He kills everything he does. He's bad and like every time he shows up, they win. He's the clutch man. It, it's I don't know where to stop with you. It, what,
1: uh, I don't
0: I'm know where to stop. It. I'm not saying I don't like it. I was legitimately asking yeah. because he should. No, I think up, it
1: and on. it is a fair question. I think two two things come to mind for me. One, we <laughs> lost Nick Fury, uh, so Wong's a, a, is that now, sort of the the connective tissue, the the glue. And I think that, on um, secondly, I think creatives like him, writers like him because he's deadpan, he's dry, he's mm-hmm. in all this crazy world multiversal situations. He can just look at us and just be like What dude? Or just like like let's let's send him to the mirror dimension. Yeah. Yeah. He he like gives us that sort of straight faced answer. So it's it's a natural he's a natural, like quick joke device, I feel Mm -hmm. like. Plus he can pop up literally anywhere because his whole thing is doing that.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And also his kumite joke was hilarious.
1: I I yes,
0: I think that explains it pretty well, just in terms of him being a good foil. And clearly Benedict Wong seems to be up for whatever, so that's nice yeah. to see it. It's nice to see him there. Um, what about the Emile Blonsky of it all? Over the course of the episode, we gotta see more of this Namaste version of Emile
2: Blonsky. We're not gonna we're not gonna talk about the Dennis Paul stuff. You're gonna go right to that. We're gonna first. get to uh, that. We're gonna get yes, to that. that's it. the
0: B plot. A plot first, then B plot. That's how the alphabet works, Pete.
2: Boo. <laughs> Fucking Sorry, Pete has an alternate like, take. Oh, this isn't funny enough. This is a,
1: what, the order of why, things. Pete, why are you mad? It's just his opinion. Yeah, and also the alphabet. Stuff. He is right about the alphabet. You were right about um, soulmates, and he was right about the alphabet. <laughs> yeah,
0: two very basic things. that uh, all Everybody gets to
1: win. <laughs> yeah, there
0: you go. Uh, all right, Pete, let's talk about the B-plot first. Uh, talk about how much you love Dennis. You identify with him. It was the first time you saw yourself on screen go.
2: Uh, nope. Uh, but I did love the Bukowski joke. I thought that was hilarious. A fun reveal of Dennis's last name. And, uh, it's a fun thing to kind of play with and and poke fun at. So I, I enjoyed that whole bit of it. Uh, but yeah, not only was this a hilarious, uh, Megan the Stallion did kind of lead into a cameo, but I like the elf and like her just kind of tricking people and uh, kind of like living her best life a little bit. And I tell you what, uh, I don't care who you are. A VW Passat is a hell of a gift. And, you know, uh, you
1: know, I, I, I understand. Uh, Justin. Nice. Um, yeah. I mean, in a show where I'm always, I, I feel like the paralegal and Paul, Uh, our characters that are big recurring characters have like a fair amount of to do in the show. And they're truly like blank slates. Like we, the only thing we know about Paul is he knows where the good bathroom is. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the, paralegal seems to say jokes, but truly has no other qualities, characteristics. He saved
2: the day. Like he put it all together to bring
1: her hundred percent. Like I, I, I agree with you. Like that character does stuff in the plot, but I would ask you, outside of gift basket and bathroom place, what is a quality he has? He, what is a thing about him? He
2: is. A, he gets stressed out and has drinks at the end, so you know that he's human. And like, oh man, this I would is argue tra- a he doesn't jug- seem
1: stressed. He just goes to the bar. So, but I, I'm not trying to like. Get get you with a gotcha. I don't try to yuck your yum, because I know you're like yum yum Paul. But I do think <laughs> that uh I would just like to have met him. I would like mm-hmm. we talked about the Allie McBeal if the Wait for McBeal, it's
2: coming. You know what I mean? We're giving but, a, little what, Paul a little time.
1: This, a this little is what I'm getting towards. I've
0: really I don't want to harp because I don't think this is fun for podcast listeners if I'm going back to the same well over and over again. But I do feel like again, why are the reinventing the wheel with how a lawyer show works like is jen kind of like secretly in love with him and somebody else has a crush on him that's fine but like you don't need to take four to five episodes to set this shit up
2: well it, we're on three we're on three let me, we're say, on three. Let me just say about,
0: four no, five. okay we don't need to take three episodes we need <laughs> yes. one episode you get a pilot that is what a fucking a pilot is on. for There's this is not a on. tv show stop Get that teed out of your mouth,
2: beef. I, I think you've just seen too too many TV shows. You
0: know what I mean?
1: Like you're <laughs> I've over... seen
0: some TV shows. Apparently,
2: the people who made She-Hulk have seen
1: zero TV shows. Uh, yeah, I would oh argue boy. seeing more shows is, is helpful when it comes to <laughs> watching TV. But Particularly if I, let you're
0: me... going to do a meta TV show that's commenting on other TV shows. Like, don't <sighs> –
1: Sorry. Let me And well, let me say to your point, Pete, like you're saying like it's coming and I agree with you. It does feel like we'll slowly get pieces I, of information. Yes, I agree as well. I want to drops. say on that note, I agree as well. It's coming. We'll get Go little ahead. drip drops from the tea as it's going on. But <laughs> I, I would like when I meet someone for the first time, I don't like to get caught up in their legal drama. I like to be introduced to them first. Here, and here, then he, I
0: think it's even more than that. Time for it's that. like uh, if you were meeting somebody for the first time, and like first and foremost, the thing you need to know about me is I'm a human being. Here's how human beings work. We got heads. That's one thing about us. And then you meet for the <laughs> second time. They're like. Let me tell you about my job. I work at a construction site. That's wood and nails and hammers. And then the third time they're like, all right, let's bring these two things together and see how they work. Being a human working in a construction site doesn't seem like it could work, but maybe it will. And then maybe by like the sixth or seventh time you meet them, you're like, Jesus Christ, you're the craziest person I've ever in my life. None of this makes any sense. Figure your shit out quicker. What are you,
2: what are you mad at? Like, I don't but, understand no, well, I, why I think you're no. mad at the fact that we, we, don't don't bad time at to
0: is we need to be backstory. holding Marvel to a higher standard. Stop being like, well, here, the slop they feed us in a bucket is more than enough. I'm happy with it. If we say anything bad about it or expect them to put out a TV show, that's an actual TV show. That's it for Marvel. No more Marvel anymore. That's not going to happen. We're stuck with Marvel for our entire
2: lives. So at least like if you're what going you to make TV shows, make TV shows that have actual episodes. I'm sorry that you don't feel that this is episode, but I'm having a great time. I'm you, totally glad about that. What? This is what I feel. It doesn't I just invalidate don't, like, like, you what it. you what. I just don't understand that, like, because you think it should follow a certain format or not be able to make no, certain here's jokes. here's the thing. Or, what I'm saying is...
0: If you break it down to the basic elements of what She-Hulk is, in the same week that She-Hulk debuted, I saw a better episode of a lawyer show, I saw a better comedy that broke the fourth wall, and I saw two shows that were both franchise extenders that were way better and did a job of telling a different story. So... I expect Great. something that is going to be interesting to me. And so far, this is not interesting to me. How That's is not it not that interesting not that <laughs> you
2: got to hang out with Wong for a little bit? You know, Megan The Stallion showed up, gave you a little music. Like, I understand, like, it's there's it's some like, fun shit that you wouldn't expect to have happen. Guys, Just listen, listen, so listen. Many <laughs> turns, there's a magical shape-shifting elf in a lawyer show. Also what not that fuck, funny, man. Not that funny. Here, here's the not thing, that guys. Funny. Here's guys, funnier. guys, just um, take
1: wow. one second. You yes. guys have different. Let me, I don't know if this is not clear. You guys have different <laughs> opinions. Whoa. But but what? like it, it's like someone being like, if I gave you both Swedish fish and you guys were like, I like them, they're salty, and Pete was like, I hate them. They're salty. It'd be like, <laughs> yeah, that's all you have to say. You don't need to keep <laughs> saying stuff that you like and also don't like. Uh, but let me t- t- try to breaking it down a little bit. And I, I love because rarely do you two both have opposite <laughs> strong opinions to an equal degree. And this is going to be a fun season or I'm going <laughs> to die very soon.
2: Did you like the Pukowski joke?
1: Did you get it? Uh, yeah, I think so. And honestly, <laughs> Did I get it. I, well, I definitely got it. Let I, I me mean, say I don't, I don't Dennis is like a character has the most sort of we know who he mm-hmm. is. And even though he's like not like someone we're like cool more well more of him hanging out, he I think is one of the more more fleshed out characters. I feel like I could be like, I know a person in my life like that. I know what he's going to say in the situation because. And this may be a reason why it's a not working for you, Alex, but b not willing to delve into Paul yet is because it feels like everything is driven by sort of the comedic intent. Like Dennis, they fleshed out because they wanted to tell Dennis jokes. Paul. No jokes necessary. He's just there. Elf, we learn a, lot, a little bit about the elf because it's like, we don't do jokes where the elf shape, shape shifts. Like, let's do that. Um, or like, like the paralegal, she just stands there and says jokes. We don't need to know anything about her because her jokes aren't about her. Her jokes are about She-Hulk. So it does feel like they're writing the show or the show is being created around a core of comedy that is directed at Jen um, which I think is cool, but I wish they took the time to. Put stuff on the table for us And then let the comedy happen Like a true ensemble mm-hmm. Like we're talking about Shows like Ally McBeal Or really any ensemble comedy
0: Well and one other thing That I'll throw out there uh, Just that I've been thinking about A lot with the show Because in case it isn't clear I want to like the show And I want the show to succeed And I'm going to stick with it In the entire season Is on two opposite ends Of the spectrum We keep bringing up Ally McBeal Which had a crazy strong pilot And it was very confident Right off of the bat and Knew what it was Laid out the emotion Groundworth, groundwork, the jokes, the humor, everything. Not all comedies are like that. The other one that I was thinking about in particular that I think is an example that people bring up a lot is Parks and Recreation, which the first season of that show is not good. Like, it's not funny, and it took them a while, six episodes, in fact, to really figure out how to hit that show correctly and how to get the humor out. That happens with a lot of comedies that, like, they're figuring shit out, and they're figuring out everybody's bits and how they work together in the first season – And it isn't until a couple of episodes in that they really get rolling. So my hope here is that, Pete, you will continue to like the show over the course of the season. But I'm hoping that a couple of episodes in, when they figure out these kinks and they figure out everybody's character bits, that I am going to get on board as well. And I, I think they will. I feel confident.
1: And Pete, what if you grow to not like it? What, what are they, at? At? you know? Oh, oh, no. oh my god. I don't yeah. know
0: what sort of uh situation, perhaps some sort of screamy discussions about it on a weekly basis could drive Pete Day at the show.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe uh, he switches he switches to solid foods off of the <laughs> Marvel milk. Uh anyways, uh the Thor's
2: speech are not submissible in court was hysterical fun. bit. I mean that was just fun. It's, would you agree with that, Zelda? Would you agree with that? No, I'm I, didn't
0: anything, I didn't find anything <laughs> funny in this episode you're gonna keep trying it i just i didn't i thought that was
2: pretty funny she tried to give uh, thor's I'm, speech i'm glad well, you did. And,
1: yeah, yeah i yeah. love the line from dennis um well i give you a whole list of my boys to talk to that's a funny line yeah. um How i liked she um, being like i will kill for you
2: and megan the stallion being like dial it back a bit uh, that was yeah. funny Uh,
0: yes. Wow. In the post credit as the post credit, I think the the post credit is very weird in that seated. It was edited too quickly, but I really like the idea of it.
1: Right. Um, I think the post-credit sequences have been really good so far and like sort of nice little vignettes that uh, have all of the elements we need for the rest of the show. They just need to grow out. Um, We didn't talk about the fact that she takes on the Wrecking Crew um, at the end of the episode, the famously always beat up uh, villains in the Marvel comic universe. I will
0: say, and in a more like Marvel fashion, I felt conflicted about that scene because – When they came in, I was like, is this the Wrecking Crew? Are they going to do the Wrecking Crew here? And then they pulled out their Asgardian weapons, and I was like, oh, shit, it's the Wrecking Crew. Because I kind of love the Wrecking crew as characters in Marvel, and it constantly bums me out that the main way that they're used is exactly how they're used here, which is they're usually at the beginning of an issue – getting beaten up by the Avengers and they're like, well, got rid of the wrecking crew. Who's the main villain of this issue? Yeah. And that's exactly what happened to them. So I was like, oh man, this is true to the comics, but it's bumming me out. Well,
1: <laughs> I would argue though, like I feel like they may be a runner mm-hmm. uh, throughout the season. It feels like we got enough of them where we're going to see them again. And the line, did you rob an Asgardian, the construction worker? And they're like,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that was hysterical.
1: It uh, was funny. I, I, also, and the moment of her screaming, thing- Screaming and then hulking out, I thought it was cool too. That's exactly yeah. What the I was her moment where she was
2: reaction. like, "Oh no! Oh wait! That was ah. well." And we
0: also on the theorizing bit get a tease here that they're working for somebody. They say uh, some very yeah, boss he's is going to be, he's be he's yeah. Gonna, yeah. The boss is going to be disappointed. So who's yeah. their boss? Do you think? Who's your speculation on that?
1: I would think the lawyer, the head of the law firm that she works for, mm. kingpin.
0: Uh, I'm uh, going to throw out the leader. No. Tim Blake Nelson coming back as the leader, potentially. I think wow, that, that would be fun, particularly because they seem to be after her blood, right? Like, I don't know yeah. why the head of the law firm would need her blood, but I could see why the leader could need that it for its properties. Well, healing we know properties.
1: that the healing properties that were established in, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> somehow, because Bruce drank her blood in episode one, <laughs> randomly. <laughs> Dude, when you well, know, to be fair, things, Bruce's you know, blood like into more.
0: her arm and then he drank her blood and now the leader wants to slurp out her blood, sucking it right out of the teat. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like, uh,
2: that's much. not
1: what That's not what comes out of there, Alex. <laughs> so, <you know.
2: laughs> I don't know, man. All right. you got bite hard enough. All right, Cornell, you want to go to the A-plot now or what? Oh, after half an hour? Sure. Yeah. No,
1: I think we've covered – oh, you've done t- the Emil Blonsky stuff? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it was – Seven I, soulmates and – I did like um, when we have this thing of she uh, – she all took her shoes off before she transformed in the first episode and then Emile does the same thing here. I thought that was sort of a cool little moment, little rhyming moment there. Great, um, great. And the montage of character witnesses was, was fun. Um, the, the whole thing just, I, I felt like I was waiting for the other shoe to drop with mm-hmm. Emil Blonsky in a weird way. And him transforming and scaring everyone. I was like, they're that scared. <laughs> yeah. Why were they so scared of him? <laughs> Cause they've seen him. They know it. that's right. his whole thing.
0: And he doesn't do anything. He just it's transform. Also he's also in a in very, cage.
1: Yeah. He's in a cage. That
0: was yeah. a weird beat.
1: It was a weird beat. So th- that felt a little just wonky in general. Um, but I just like that we're sort of moving toward case of the week, like I, like I said last mm-hmm. time. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, I would, kept waiting for just because nothing seemed to really add up. Like everybody thought like he was the greatest. He has seven uh, soulmates who seem to do anything for him. So that seems all so sketchy. Uh, I'm wondering once he gets to his island, what's going to happen? Yeah, I guess we'll have to see. It does seem
0: like, just based on promos and stuff, that that is a character that is going to come back later on in the season. I
2: mean, You've got Tim Roth. Why not? You know
1: what I exactly. mean? Exactly. Yeah.
0: Tim Roth, hopefully Tim Blake Nelson. Get all the Tims. Tim Heidecker? Maybe he'll Tim Hortons. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, come on, don't, man. Don't, oh, Donuts.
1: Don't. Donuts.
0: Before we move on, any Donuts. other moments from the episode that you want to call out in particular? Hmm. Or do we mm-hmm. cover them all? I think we episode. said
1: every joke that was in the <laughs> in the show, so I think we're covered on that. <laughs>
0: we're good. Yeah. Did I mention that I'm not enjoying it so far? I don't know. If no. I
2: oh my
1: god! You know, now that you say that, I'm sorry. Now some of your comments. I can't believe making you hate Megan the
2: Stallion. I mean, that's I crazy. don't hate Megan the Stallion. Well, I mean, I, I appreciated that, that they brought in. her in. Yeah, I yeah the yeah, fact good. that she's willing to do that is pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, the whole thing was fun did to she, see her at the, in the courtroom. I was like, Oh, yeah, with great the fan and work,
2: everything. Yeah. yeah, it was so yeah, great.
0: Wow, I can't believe Megan Thee and deigned to show up on a little old Marvel show.
2: Yeah, well, she, whatever. But, she's busy, she's got a whole other career. You don't have to do everything, you know what I mean? Nothing, it was you know, nice that she did. And, what the um, fuck, man.
1: Uh, I was going to move us over to um, the vision board portion because I have some thoughts that I want to talk about <laughs> there. That maybe the we show can. No, nah, yeah, I guess <laughs> like, technically. <somebody's> got <laughs> <off us laughs>
2: because.
1: This sort of crossfire vibe um, means I'm I'm not the outside. Oh, there you go. Uh,
0: yeah, let's move it over to the vision board then, Justin. What's on your vision board for the next episode?
1: Well, we end this episode with her look, seeing herself reflected in the the um, car, the car window. And it feels like, so there's this, she, in the first two episodes, she like became figured out how to be a Hulk very quickly. And there was some stuff that I thought was said uh, a lot by Bruce. Like you don't have another personality in there. You don't have the other guy, the thing that is haunting you. And I think I said like, I bet that's going to happen by episode five or six or whatever. And seeing her look at herself, see her reflection, it feels like there is that. There's that sort of like what's in there. And I I really hope that's true because I think that'll give the show a nice arc for her because it does feel like she's just sort of bouncing around now, right now. And the idea of uh, a Hulk having the Hulk problems later, like, and getting being the good Hulk first and then having to figure out the uh, the bad part um, is a nice flip of what the whole Hulk burden has been for um, the uh, the Hulk himself. So what about really you,
2: Pete? About What's on your vision board? Well, for, first off, I just want to just say, wow, that sounds amazing. And I second that. That would, uh, that would be a lot of fun and very cool choice. Uh, and I'm glad you took that away from the mirror shot because I looked at that and I was like, what? What, what what's going on so <laughs> um i'm thank you for helping me out with that but i'm looking forward to who's the next uh, villain we're gonna see uh you know is it gonna be the porcupine is it gonna be stilt man is it gonna you know what i mean like what what kind of fun we're gonna have it could be anybody it could be anybody and i'm excited about it because it's that's the fun part about this lawyer show is there the, the fact that we're getting this kind of like uh It's a great way to see, you know, like villains you don't really get to spend some time with. So uh, it's going to be fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean without know. riling up Pete again, I do think now that we've gotten all this set up out of the way and they've figured out how the show works, I'm really looking forward to maybe next episode. It's going to be off to the races, everything going from there. Uh, but on a more specific bet, now that we've talked about it, I would love to see the Wrecking Crew again. I think that would be great. Yes. I'd love to see the leader that does feel like while they're doing this reclamation project from the Incredible Hulk movie, bring him in as well. That was like a dangling plot line. It would be super fun to see him again. So I don't know if it'll be a next episode, but it it should be good stuff. And if you would like to support this podcast, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also we do a live show every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. to Crowdcast and YouTube. Come hang out. We would love to chat with you about She-Hulk, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice to subscribe, listen, and follow the show at Marvel Vision Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and many more. Until next time, stay
2: marvelous. Yeah, Paul. (laughs) Oh, that's gross, man. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm loving that. Oh, (laughs) man.